Just after 11 o'clock, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, and Donovan, the intern. He's still got the intern label for now. So we're going to get you through the next uh, 53 minutes, give or take, as we talk fantasy sports and whatever else you want to. Some prop bets we might throw your way. See what you think about that. The show, as always, brought to you by... Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky. Locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line. If you'd like to jump in on the conversation, anything you might want to just throw our way, always appreciate it. You can also email us, Connor at sports1440.ca and Brandon at sports1440.ca. Duke, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Connor. I am well. How are you? Good. I'm yeah. tempted by all these treats from Bonton. Yeah, Bonton Bakery, a uh, big time friend of the station, and in particular, the Kevin Carey Show on Fridays, uh, bringing us Eddie Steele. They had a great uh, drop off this morning, and I just finished eating. It was some sort of pastry, but it was filled with like a raspberry sort of filling, almost like you ever had like raspberry cream cheese. No. You get like in the grocery store, you throw it on the bagel, a nice schmear. Okay, um, yes. similar to that, but a more. Um, runny runny like like a a more liquid version of it not as solid as cream cheese tastes similar oh my god it was just all over my face so i was sprinting back in the studio after having to clean myself up a little bit looks are important particularly for radio we don't need someone walking by and looking in and like look at that slob he's got raspberry cream cheese on his face and when it comes to looks i'm fighting an uphill battle (laughs) on any given day so the less uh you know things i have on my face uh, unless they're something covering it up in a positive fashion, the better. I can attest to that. I've been there, lived that life my whole life. Uh, Husks texting in Big Sugar, Ver- Big Sugar Version is the best. Of course, that was our intro song. Dear Mr. Fantasy, that's what it is, yes. Well, we're we're going with the originals on this one. Uh, Gord's guitar sound is stellar. Thank you, Husks. We got a text coming in here. No name. Do you guys play Daily Fantasy Baseball? Or in a daily fantasy baseball league. That's what makes you a legit fantasy sports player. Well, we had our first baseball guest on yesterday. We're dipping our toes in right now. I don't know about daily, but we might start up a league. We're still waiting to see on the response. If there's uh, enough people that might want to get in on it where we can start up a league, we might do one. Have a fantasy frenzy team where Donovan, myself, and Brandon will put our big brains together and try to select one team and then... Maybe we can get 11 others or 12 others, whatever it is. Do a buy-in. Low tide? Low tide will be, well, he'll say we have to do rotisserie. Isn't that the way? I don't know. I have no (laughs) idea. But we will, you know, work that in. And then, hey, of course, as we like to do here on Sports 1440, uh, turn it into maybe a charitable aspect as well where we can donate some money to a local cause. So, uh, again, let us know. Chris says start it up. Okay, so it's Chris. It's Team Fantasy Frenzy. I think a few other people have said they would like to get involved. When we get a little bit closer, we can get that thing going. Always a lot of fun to get some uh, season-long fantasy sports going. And I know between the three of us, we could make sure our lineup is always set. Greg the Rider fan says, I like the Dear Mr. Fantasy. Do you have the big sugar cover too? And everyone's liking the big sugar cover. We do not. The system does have its limits. But, you know, maybe we'll kind of find a way around that going forward. There's a few songs we like to slide in that have the word fantasy in it to play up to the title of our show. Uh, Today on this show, we'll be talking about whatever you guys want. It's Freestyle Fridays here, a term I just coined on this program. Right now. Right now. Never, never, uh, 
no prep going into it with Brandon or anything like that. We're just going to say, whatever you guys want to talk about, we will. Uh, NFL, of course, you got uh, Pro Bowl activities going on this weekend. In the NHL, we've got the All-Star festivities. I do have a bit of a, a gripe about the NHL's All-Star festivities. Just one? Well, just just <laughs> one that just seems simple. What time was the draft on yesterday, Brandon? Four o'clock mountain time. That's three o'clock Pacific time. Five o'clock central, right? Six o'clock Eastern. Six o'clock Eastern. Half your country is probably still at work or, you know, for, for those who do the nine to five. Shift workers could be all over the place. But why why do it at that time? I mean, you're, I, I think I know the answer. It's for the people attending and the clients and the sponsors and the players. They can go get after it and have some fun. And there was also the uh, PWHL three-on-three showcase that kind of wrapped up the Thursday night activities. There was the um, thing in the middle, the Man of the Year award, which they gave to the entire 67 Leafs team. Weird move. But what a besi- man. Besides that, I think they still wanted the the PWHL showcase to start at a decent time that the Eastern, which is the vast majority viewing audience, wouldn't be too late for them. I would think that was probably the main motivation to the, uh, the 6 o'clock Eastern start time for um, the the draft. So what so, time did the women's game get going? I don't know. Call it 7.30 maybe. Maybe. I could, I could be completely wrong. Like, there. you could run that later. The NFL on Sunday nights starts their games at what? 6.15? Mountain time? 8.15. 8.15 Eastern. 8.15 local time usually. Like so, not our local time. The game's local time. If Because no, they're almost always on the East Coast. It's oh, Yeah, but it's always 6.15. So if it's on... In, in Los Angeles, it's a 5.15 start. Weird. About as late as they can do it for them to keep everyone happy. But why can't the NHL start it at, let's say, 8 o'clock? You know, you, you want the main draw. Tonight, it all gets going at 5 o'clock. You're going to be here still, Brandon. I regret to inform you. No. <laughs> so you're going to have to watch on your laptop. We're still figuring out the whole TV thing here. But we're going to get that set up. But... Why would you not try to capitalize and have people like people in Vancouver have seven all-stars there and this thing starts at four o'clock Pacific time? Yeah, but how many all-stars do the Leafs have, Connor? Three? Four. Four? It's cool. They can stay up till eight o'clock and watch it. It started at six o'clock, five o'clock Pacific time. I get you can't start it too late, but that's my only gripe about it. Anyways, I'm sure someone will tell me in the text line to get off my high horse, let it go, but come on. Let's start this a little bit later. Uh, selfishly, I want to get home and watch this. I'm very intrigued by what's going to happen because there's betting odds on this, Brandon. You intrigued? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare that the, the words uh, <laughs> betting odds and availability doesn't immediately pique my interest. But tonight, as soon as I uh, wrap up uh, uh, filling in for Declan uh, during the Gregor Show, co-host or guest host Jason Strudwick, yeah. I'm going to be jetting over to the Claire Drake Arena oh. to uh, take in the Golden Bears hockey game tonight with Kev, Schlemmer, maybe Mark Spector, trying to organize a, a pre-drink at Rat. Spec is. I don't know if I'm invited, but um, him and Kev maybe will pop over there. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. It does sound fun. You're welcome to join us. I was going to say, my invite got Absolutely. lost in the You can mail. come. Donovan, too much work to do. He's a hard maybe. He might be able to come. He's got a lot of work to do, like you said. Uh, uh, <laughs> Quit crying. Chris, yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris texting in uh, to one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. 
Chris, first time texter at 11.03. He's fired off three texts in three minutes. Chris, we like you. What are the events for the NHL Skills Comp? Well, let me tell you. It's going to start off with the uh, one-timers. Also, the outright winner, favorite right now, Connor McDavid at plus 550. Biggest long shot, William Nylander, plus 1,200. Leon Dreisaitl, plus 1,100 for those curious. Uh, you got the one-timer event. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl actually favorite at that one at plus 450. Then you have the accuracy shooting. McDavid, the favorite, at plus 650. Then the fastest skater, Connor McDavid, Matthew Barzell, Kale McCarr, William Nylander, and Quinn Hughes participating. The hardest shot, Elias Patterson right now, the favorite, as it was brought to my attention as we came onto the show today. He won last year. Uh, that was a, Donovan told me that one, actually. You've got the passing challenge where Kale McCarr and Leon Dreisaitl are kind of the favorites, along with the Kucherov. Yeah, even Quinn Hughes and McDavid, not bad odds. The stick-handling winner, where Connor McDavid is the favorite. Also, you have accuracy shooting. Matthews versus McDavid. Matthews, the slight underdog. Uh, You're also going to have some fastest skater head-to-head that you could potentially throw some coinage down on. Uh, Hardest shot. I don't have any odds for that one. Oh, I think I already said hardest shot. That was Ellie's Pedersen. So kind of your typical events. I don't know. I I can't say I get into them as much as I used to. We talked about this a little bit yesterday or maybe even the day prior to, and I, I'll hand up. I was wrong that I thought every one of these players did every event, but that is not the case. They each do, I think, four. You have that list in front of you there, Connor. Um, I tried to tell you. Y- you were right, I and I, I was so, like, hey, new, newsflash, I'm wrong a lot. That's kind of what I'm known for, You were so actually. confident, though, I was second-guessing myself. Well, that makes more sense. Like, why are you only allowed to do the things that you're, like, specialized in? It's an all-around thing. Do all of them. It's like a There's bit- only 12 guys. Like, how long does it take for 12 guys to skate a lap of the ice, 12 guys to take three slap shots at the, at the clock? It, it, it doesn't seem like time would be a factor. Get all of them to do everything. That's my gripe. You talked about your gripe with the start time. My <laughs> gripe is that they changed this to be a more exclusive thing where the, the top end of the top end are the ones doing the skills competition, and each of them are only doing a few events. It's like the decathlon. If you're like, oh, I'm not very good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to switch. I'm going to downgrade to the heptathlon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting, but I, I think it was some like some guys just don't want to do events, and maybe that was like a compromise they could have found out. Leon doesn't want to do the fastest skater. Oh, he doesn't want to be exposed. <laughs> <laughs> but he's damn good at a lot of other things. Yeah, we talked about that too. We we think it's just the acceleration hit where he might not have as good as uh, some of the others. Yeah, like if you're comparing him to once again Connor McDavid, Matthew yeah. Barzell, who has also won this competition, um, like two of the fastest guys in the league. Like, yeah, of course Leon looks a little. On the, I hate to use it, but the slow side, like <laughs> it's just a matter of fact because you're talking about the two fastest players in the world, or at least two of them. Kale McCarr, I think, is doing that contest yeah. as well, and um, him and Hugh is certainly uh, probably the top two D men in the league, right? So they should have got a goalie in the mix. <laughs> Jeff P says, uh, "Boys, did I hear you say the skills comp starts at four thirty? That's brutal. No, it'll be just after five o'clock." He also followed it up by saying, "If it's anything like the draft, then count me out." Well, the best part of the draft was the Michael post, Bublé. The, post, the post-draft press conference <laughs> with the, the celebrity captains. You know what? I, I'm sure some people were indulging in a few bevies before, maybe during. Bublé took it a whole other way. Thought he was going to have a couple. <laughs> what he thought was a microdose. A microdose. 
and it wasn't. Zach Lang had a very funny post of him just kind of sitting there saying, like, Buble is fighting for his life. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> holding onto his chair. Um, that, that was really good in case you missed that one. But, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's going to get going just after 5 o'clock. Did you see him and Steve Dangle last night after that? No. Oh, no. there was a video of him and Steve Dangle eating dinner. <laughs> and uh, Steve Dangle's like, I've been told that you all think that Michael Buble had, uh, had a little bit more than a microdose. And Michael Buble leans over to the camera and he's just chowing on bread. And Steve asks him, do you think this is helping your case right now? And he looks at the camera and he, pro- and he goes, no. <laughs> you know what? I, I was just kind of curious because he had been brought up on social media after. I looked at his Instagram. He was posting about it or his team was. So embrace it. Yeah. Well, I, I have to think the NHL was like, okay with him, you know, get, outing himself like that because that's not like we've seen the nhl across uh, a lot of bridges uh, they have they have official beer sponsors they have official gambling partners all this stuff but we haven't really seen them cross over into the um you know the the drug side of things whether it be through cannabis or whatever in this case uh mushrooms because they are legal in certain places but they're both uh, weed and mushrooms still illegal in a lot of places across the united states so maybe that's uh, the reason they're not uh, not ready to cross that but in Canada, cannabis is legal. I don't think mushrooms technically are. I don't think so. You, but you can order them online. I mean, it's Whoa. pretty easy. Whoa, don't give away their secrets. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the sorry. mushroom industry hates I just, you. I just, <laughs> the microdosing industry hates this man. <laughs> this is a picture of me on a Facebook ad. <laughs> Ruining them, outing them. But it it was, I don't think there's such thing as bad publicity. No, especially like absolutely this was, not. Because the, the draft was taking a beating online. And now, since then, since that presser came out, the conversation has really changed from, man, this draft stunk and was boring and the mics were terrible and everybody had a mic to now being, that was hilarious. Did you see what Michael Buble said? He he made the NHL trend on a global level. And I like to imagine there was a situation where he was just sitting there like 10 minutes in. Oh, man, this is awful. Like, looks at his buddy. (laughs) Yeah, pass him over. I got to make this entertaining somehow. Uh, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we got lots of texts here. Some people that want to get into the fantasy baseball. Some people commenting on the odds going into the uh, skills comp tonight for some of the events. Uh, those were with Bodog. If anybody did want to check them out, gamble responsibly. And uh, some thoughts on the draft last night. There's also the NFL skills competition, which was ridiculous too. I didn't even know what time it started, but it, the NFL is just pumping that content into my Twitter feed last night. Uh, we can touch on that as well. It is Fantasy Frenzy, Hallie Douglas and Donovan the Intern here on Sports 1440 brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. We are back on Fantasy Frenzy, Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas and Donnie P. With you, the show brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Be texting in. Now that's music, boys. B. Thanks, B. I read that and I was going to call him Donovan the Intern, but... You, you're getting some love on your music, so you drop the intern tag for today, so far for the for this segment. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, thank you very much. And it might not even it might be that one time when we wrap up the segment. Who knows what I'll call you? It's just uh, the wild world of live radio here. Big thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Uh, if you are listening, maybe you're in your car and you're like, "Oh, I'm just about to go home, but I want to keep listening." You can always listen on iHeartRadio, Sports1440.ca, Radio Player Canada. The Stingray app, 
plenty of ways. And uh, maybe you want to check in later. The podcast always available as well. Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. We appreciate you checking out. Uh, John texting in says, I'm in for the Fantasy face Baseball League. Thank you, John. We'll jot that down. Uh, let's go into the uh, the mailbag for the Canadian Brew House. Their house is your house down at the CBH. You're looking for a good spot to go watch the skills comp tonight, maybe the game tomorrow, maybe the Pro Bowl as well. You head down to any Canadian Brew House, make sure you download the app on your way down there. You can collect rewards. And simply for downloading the app and signing up, you will get a free order of garlic fingers. Then order chocolate cake, and you're going to have yourself a great time. A couple of drinks in there as well. Can't draw it up any better. Maple bacon wings. Maybe some dangles. Oh, Ninja Turtle? That's the best one, in my opinion. But I don't know if there's a bad one. <laughs> well said. Because I'm pretty sure I've tried all of them, unless they've added a new one to the uh, rotation in the last, I don't know, two years. If they've come up with a new concoction, then maybe I haven't tried that one yet. Because the last few dangles I have had have all been the Ninja Turtle one. But back in the day, I'd sample them all. Oh, I mean, got to catch them all. That was a night, one night, every dangle of the week. Like each, you you went every day of the week, and each night had a specific dangle. No, you just went hard one night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try them all. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Been there. Do so responsibly. Been there. Uh, lots of texts coming in here to get in on. Uh, of course, uh, Todd McClellan fired by the L.A. Kings. JCD says, "Imagine if the Kings hired Jay Woodcroft." That'd be interesting. You got to think Jay's going to get a job somewhere quickly. Husk says, hey, boys, how about Embiid going down? That's huge for the Sixers. Looks like no MVP either with the new rules. Husks. Well, Husks, did you see the game last night? I imagine if you're texting about Joel Embiid, you probably did. Um, Was it Maxi? Tyrese Maxey. Goes off for 50? He's a good player, (laughs) to put it quite uh, bluntly. He's a really good player. Maybe he's just a part of the system. The Whoever's six, in there can put the up The Sixers points. are certainly still alive, but yeah, the unfortunate thing about the NBA's new rule, uh, minimum game requirements to qualify for year-end rewards and stuff, it, it, it is tragic because Joel Embiid has been lights out this year, and it um, this was kind of the his his real shot at it because he's not really played uh, a f- you know a full season and I don't think any point at least since he's really elevated to the dominant level we now know him at um it's disappointing and too bad for him and it's kind of funny because they were I don't know if rushing him back into the lineup following the initial injury and then he gets hurt again on I think it was Tuesday night um that now he's going to miss probably a more extended period of time. And last report I read was like, they're kind of exploring treatment options to see what's going to be the best course of action for them. But it's disappointing. Uh, the Sixers are a good team. And I think might be flying under the radar a little bit in the East because of the success of, of course, the the Celtics, the Bucks. they fired their head coach. They bring in Doc Rivers, but they still have Giannis. Uh, they brought in Dame. So they're never going to be a super stout defensive team anymore um, after that Dame trade. But Lord knows they can put up points. So I think they're not a team to to overlook by any stretch. So the East is kind of shaping up pretty good. Yeah, it looks like a meniscus injury, so that's tough. Averaging 35 points per game so far this season, 11 boards. I believe those are better stats than his MVP season last year. So, yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, Max, he put up 51 in the win last night, though, over the Utah Jazz. Good for them. Back into the inbox here. There you go. Husk says, Max, he's a perfect Robin to Batman. Absolute stud. Uh, Chris talking about our baseball league. Low tide for Kamish. That is certainly something that we could look at. Uh, he might be interested. 
we also have Kai saying, sign me up for the Fantasy League if it's not too expensive. Is 50 too expensive? Because I don't know if we, like, how many how many people do you want in a baseball league? I'd like to give a decent little ditty to uh, a local charity in town here, if we could. But we'll have to see. Still don't have a handle yet, says, good day, fellas. Just completed a trade in my 12-man bangers league for Jonathan Marshall. So he's in a contract year and lighting it up on pace for like 50 goals. I drafted Stamkos this year for the sole purpose of having him in a contract year as well. Just wondering if you guys know if there's any other players currently in a contract year. They seem to be solid pickups every season, and it would be valuable to ha- info to have. Thanks. Still don't have a handle yet. He signs that every time, so I just made that his name his or name. her name. Yeah, their name. Um, Their name. Well... Well, local product or local player Fogel, he's on a contract here and he's playing pretty good. I don't good. know if you've uh, kept tabs on the season Sam Reinhardt is having. <laughs> um, Has he been good? Is that good? <laughs> like, guys, uh, basically like just nipping at the heels of still Austin Matthews, who of course everyone's talking about the big market, uh, the one of the faces of the league, um, could possibly score seventy. Sam Reinhardt is not very far behind him. Uh, I think I have four goals behind him right now in the in the uh, scoring race. So, like. What a year. He is going to get absolutely paid this summer as a guy that originally came to the league as like exclusively known as a playmaker. Second overall pick out of Kootenai. One of the uh, three in a row Reinhardt brothers. We kind of know in Edmonton here what happened with the eldest, Griffin. And then the younger one, I don't think River really uh, panned out um, on the hockey scene. I think he was playing junior, but besides the point. Sam, what a player. Wanted out of Buffalo. Looks like it was a pretty good choice. You're talking but- to Max. Max, right? He was the oldest. Oh, was Max the oldest? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, played a couple of years in Calgary, I think. Yeah. Now he's... Oh, he retired. There we go. I mean, we should check his DB to make sure. Sometimes Wikipedia likes to let that slip. The trade no? that sent Sam Reinhart to Florida, I believe, is what netted the Sabres' Devin Levi. Confirmed. By Donovan's memory, that's what we're trusting here is our source. I, I saw it yesterday. Okay, there was like <laughs> biggest win-win trades of the last couple of years. Well, Devin Levi, like Uka Pekalukinen, emerging again. Like he's he's not he wasn't ready to hand over those reins so fast. He's been great this year for the Sabers. Uh, just looking at a list here of the air quote top UFA's heading into the season. Uh, Nylander was one. That's gone. Lindholm they had at two. Sam Reinhardt at three. Jake Gensel, Brandon Montour. Stevie Stamkos, Noah Hannafin. I don't think you're picking him up. Marsha So, there's one. Pesci, Chandler Stevenson, Tyler Toffoli, and that's it. Oh, Dylan DeMello. That's the list. Anyone stand out for you there, Donovan? I'm a big Jake Gensel guy, yeah. but uh, who who would be your, like if, if, if you're in an ideal world, if you're the Edmonton Oilers, who would be Who'd be your guy? We're talking like realistic. Realistic, because they're not going to have that much cap space. I think, what is it going to be, about four and change or something? We talked Five? about it yesterday. Um, I know Gregor kind of likes uh, Tarasenko as an option. I think Gensel would be great. He'd probably have to trade him twice, or like get another team involved to eat some of his cap, probably help out the Oilers, but that'll cost you a little something. I would like Gensel. Or Sidney Crosby, like that <laughs> trade we had a couple of days ago. An ideal and, and world. You wouldn't have to give up that much. <laughs> In an ideal world, realistically, yeah, there's there's some nice pieces out there. But uh, for fantasy reasons, uh, lots of guys. Uh, Fat Efron texting in is Jason's show the only that is on YouTube. Yes, for now. Um, 
we're still deciding if the Duke is ready for the big screen of YouTube? Well, I'm not, but Kevin is. I mean, he, he, after working uh, 25, over 25 years, as I like to say, or as he likes to say, 33 years uh, in television, I think he has uh, been well cut out for the camera for some time. But who knows if uh, my well-documented sausage fingers can handle <laughs> more buttons to press for four straight hours in the morning. We would have to get you a, a digital producer. I'd have to get myself a DP. A Declan. Well, we make Declan work 12 hours a day. I, I long for a DP <laughs> of my own. The reason that was asked was because Pat Efron is trying to convince his fantasy league to dish a punishment that would make the loser have a sign that says he sucks at fantasy football and stand outside our studio from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and be in the background <laughs> of the webcam. Well, yeah, you know what, though? I mean, if if the loser wants to just hang out, they certainly can. They We will give them some love throughout the day probably some pictures because that would be a very funny punishment and then yeah it would be live from two to six on the gregor show who knows maybe maybe let us know when it would be and we'll just run a stream for 12 hours like a totally separate camera just pointing at him outside or her outside our studio let us know fat efron brett from stoney says wow those are actually almost good enough odds to sprinkle a little bit on yeah, I mean, that, we just found those on uh, Bodog if anyone wanted to go take a look at some of the All-Star Game statistics. Uh, Joanne, Joanne, why are you coming in here with uh, logic, PVR? It's a really good idea. It's a really good idea, Joanne. I might actually have to text the wife and say, can you please record this for me? I don't have cable. You do? No, but I have Sportsnet now where you can just go back and watch pretty much anything. Like I could watch the Oilers' first game of the season, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Cool. It is pretty cool. I wouldn't want to go back and watch the start of the season, but I don't think I'd really want to actually that's what I should do. Just go back and rewatch the Oilers first couple months of the year so then I can come in without the uh rose colored glasses that we're all looking at the Oilers through lately, which is fair. They deserve it. Sixteen games in a row, nothing to shake a stick at. But maybe I need a little a little grounding moment. I'll go back and watch it watch that loss to the Sharks on whatever <laughs> date that was. November something. Eleventh, maybe. Yeah, well, remember, remember. So you'll have that on in the studio, which is great. Uh, L Nate says, or EI Nate, as some people <laughs> call him, don't trigger me with Leon skating. He won the Oilers one a couple years ago. LOL. Yeah, no one's saying he's a bad skater. No one's ever going to, well, some people might, but don't <laughs> trust them if they say that. Nardog says, I like the new look for the skills comp. $1 million to the winner should be one of the most competitive skills competition we've seen in a while. Looking forward to it. Nardog. Yeah, we. I'd be interested to see. Maybe, maybe I don't want to. I don't want to put this on you, Donovan. But maybe you could look at the competitors and their salaries. Who is the most to gain here? Because McDavid makes twelve mil. Like, if you could win one twelfth of your yearly salary in a couple hours, that's still pretty dang good. And I mean, he's the highest paid, I assume. Connor, yeah, uh, this year, yes, because the new deals for. Austin Matthews has not yet kicked in, which I think will make him the highest paid. So, or, is, or is McKinnon making more than McDavid now? His might have kicked in because we don't talk about him as being the best value contract anymore. Anymore, which he was forever. <laughs> for a long time. So we'll look into that as we keep on going here. But uh, my point being that uh, some people could make a whole lot of money. Team Dean says the draft was puking in my mouth. Teammates just picking teammates. Bieber and Buble incoherent and stoned was almost unwatchable. But you know what? It sounds like you made it through it, as did Brandon. I did not watch it. I was just getting updates, learning about Tate McRae. 
Shout out to the Canadian budding superstar. I thought Will Arnett standing with McDavid and Drysdale rocking a Leafs hat was a little weird. They should have got him an Oilers hat or a NHL hat. Yeah, just for the shield. <laughs> like the <laughs> like Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, Rob yeah. Lowe <laughs> noted NFL fan. Loves the NFL. Protect the shield. Montana to race. Uh, okay, is this coming in now? Yes, this is. And it is random, like he says. Random question. What do you guys think about watch parties? I can't stand them. Honestly, especially with people who have no knowledge of the sport. My honors are playing in the Super Bowl, and I'm watching with, like, two of my friends. Can't do that anymore. Be- any more than that because it comes too much of a distraction. I'm with you. I've long said if the Chargers ever make the Super Bowl, I'm likely watching it alone because I don't need Jimmy from the block saying, like, oh, Keenan Allen sucks. I'd be like, I'd fight. So I would have to watch it alone, Montana DeRice. I can speak sort of firsthand of this because uh, one of my closest friends and somebody I'd live with, lived with for the past couple of years is a uh, huge Chiefs fan. A That's real Chiefs fan. A real Chiefs fan. Uh, many, many years uh, going back uh, well before Patrick Mahomes and his dominance. So the last couple of years, obviously, uh, the Chiefs have been in a couple Super Bowls, if you might have noticed, winning a couple of them as well. So, And he also happens to have a very nice home with a... I think it's like a 90-some-inch big-screen TV in the basement with all the speakers and stuff. The bar, um, his now fiance loves to, to host, so preparing the appetizers. Long way around of saying they always host the Super Bowl party. The year the Rams won the Super Bowl, they were in bliss because it was just bets and, and taking it in, enjoying it uh, as they beat the Bengals. But uh, sandwiched on either side of that with the Chiefs' appearances and one of them being a loss. It's And last year, you know, that game was n- far from a sure thing. <laughs> the questionable hold it call, you know, all this stuff. So he's a nervous wreck. It's he, he doesn't like it. He gets up. He paces around. And then the worst part of it all for him, our other friend, uh, the big Cebolla, as Kevin Carius calls him, he is the biggest troll that maybe exists uh, on earth. And he's a Leafs fan too, so it makes it all the worst come hockey playoff time. But he'll sit there. He'll place large wagers on the team going up against the Chiefs. So Montana to Rice, I totally get where you're coming from. If you want to, when it's your team, if you want to like seclude yourself, maybe watch with a couple of your closest friends, people that, you know, know the game. I I don't mind explaining things to to people that don't get it or correcting them if they say something. Because I watch a lot of football at home at the farm with, uh, with my family and none of them are big football people. So they'll ask me questions and, I have to explain stuff and, and that's that's life and you want to grow the game and get more people involved that's all the better but if it's your team in the big game I do not fault anybody that chooses to watch it in seclusion uh, because sometimes people that are your friends don't really act like your friends and can make it uh, a little miserable for you to endure what is supposed to be a, a glorious time of your your sporting fan life yeah I mean I, I, I I've said the same like I wouldn't want to go to the Super Bowl because I'd have to listen to people behind me you know the know-it-alls that are just there because they're rich and I don't know I, I I don't blame you I think I would like to watch that one by myself uh we had a, another one here we'll get to it it'll be our last one before we get to break regarding the first overall pick in the NFL and you know it was a from Bronco Brad here so I just want to make sure we get it all correct he's asking hey guys what will it take for the Broncos to get the top pick, and is it worth it for Caleb Williams? Sounds like he's not interested in playing for the Chicago Bears. I saw that report. I'd say don't – I don't I don't know. It, it didn't come from Schefter or one of the big names. I don't believe it was kind of one of those random NFL rumors accounts. So I don't know if I'd necessarily buy into that one because if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'm taking him and I'm trading Justin Fields. But if we go back to last year, 
the Carolina Panthers gave up the first their first round pick, DJ Moore. What a first round pick this year! So you're at two first, and then a couple later ones. So that was a two firsts, a stud player, and more. So I would assume that that's what Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears would say again. And Carolina last year, I believe, moved up. Was it nine spots? This would be even more. This would be the Denver Broncos holding. Oh, sorry. Do you know where the Carolina pick, Panthers picked last year? I do, uh, wherever they took the the, uh, the lineman they got. It was in the top ten still. I yeah. Think. So yeah. and and now the Denver Broncos on the other end have the twelfth pick. So it's it's a bit of a jump. So I'm saying two first round picks at least. Are you going to throw in a player? Who who would it be? Like I mean, if you wanted to go the exact same. Cortland Sutton, <laughs> but he probably doesn't stay as quite as healthy as DJ Moore. So maybe it's another first, maybe it's another second. It'd be quite the jump. I think Caleb Williams is going to be a heck of a player. And if you can acquire him, you're the Denver Broncos. You're another team that wants to jump up and get that that guy. I'd say go for it. Tenth pick is what it was. Tenth pick. So two two picks later with the Broncos going from, tw- from 12 to 1. Or yeah. Nope, sorry, I, I lied. Jalen, uh, the, the Eagles used the ninth pick to ch- pick Jalen Carter, who they got from Chicago. Chicago traded down one more spot, so they nine. took where they took Darnell Wright. So nine to one. Okay, so nine to one, twelve to one this year. Yeah, either way, it's probably going to be two first round picks minimum. I would say that Caleb Williams is probably the most hyped prospect since Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. So maybe that makes it even more three firsts in a player, maybe a couple later round picks. It's going to be expensive. It'll be a heck of a haul to do so. I don't know if you're the Broncos. Maybe you're considering just waiting and taking one of the other quarterbacks. Because I could think there there could be up to five quarterbacks taken in the first round this year. And how many of them will be bad first round picks? Two or three. <laughs> They'll go to the wrong situation and it just won't work out. Go back and look at the uh, Lamar Jackson draft. And uh, that will kind of give you the info I think that you need. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll let you know what's coming up on the Lowdown with Low Tide. As well, uh, Donovan Paulson, he'll be producing the Lowdown today. Uh, Declan is off. We're thinking of Declan. Also, I'll let you know what's coming up on the Jason Greger Show as well. With Jason Strudwick, just a mishmash of people coming in and out of the studio today. That and more on Fantasy Frenzy coming up next. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Who should start? Who needs to hit the bench? Find out with, with Fantasy, Fantasy Frenzy. Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas. This is Sports 1440. Presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. 11.45, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Hallie, Douglas, and Paulson with you here. Talking fantasy sports, the show, as always, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky, locations in the Dukes, Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. Make sure you check them out, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Maybe you got a little road trip coming up. You're heading out past the Duke or Spruce. You're going to Banff or Jasper. Great, absolutely great road trip snack. Grab some jerky or check them out online, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line if you want to get in on the conversation. Following us here on the Fantasy Frenzy Show, we will have the Lowdown with Tide and Donovan Paulson from noon till 2. They'll be joined by Bruce Kerlock, covers... Uh, uh, Oilers prospects, we'll say, for Oilers Nation. Does some fantastic work. And uh, Low Tide will talk to him about a little bit of the Condors. And then we'll also be joined by Steve Lansky at uh, one twenty. No, he's 1 o'clock. Bruce is one twenty. I booked this show. I should know this. And then on the Jason Greger show, 
with guest host Jason Strudwick. Uh, we were trying to get someone from the BCHL. Hoping to hear back soon. If not, we'll have Kevin Carius on. Also, Cam Tate, uh, Andrew Peart. He'll be calling his final Oil King game tonight as he's moving on to a role with OEG in communications. We had Peardsy on... Was that earlier this week? Might have been the end of last week. Be there, yeah, to talk because uh, it kind of hadn't been made. I don't think super announced yet, but uh, kind of breaking breaking the story. They appeared he moving up uh, to replace the departing Sean Sean May Sean May from from the uh, Oilers PR team and comms team. So a big big congrats to AP. Um, been the voice of the Oak Kings for a long time now. Yeah, they've had good ones. TJ Jackubeck, Corey Graham. Andrew Peard. Andrew Peard. So best of luck to, to AP. Can't wait to hear what he has to say uh, today on the program. We'll also have Lorianne Munzer, Low Tide, Wanye, Craig Button, Mark Spector, and Sam Rosen. What a crew. Uh, you know what? We went kind of light on guests yesterday because Strati's like, I just want to talk. But now I'm saying we're going to get some guests on. So it'll be a lot of fun today. Uh, lots of texts to get to before we wrap up here. Thank you, guys. Uh, we always appreciate the texts that come in here. Is this one new? Okay, that was Bronco Brad from a while ago. Chris says, uh, just regarding low tide as our commissioner, he could tell stories what could go wrong or how not to go wrong. Well, I heard he took it very serious and he had to get out of it. So I don't know if he wants to dabble once again. Uh, Slurpee Sean, we were talking about players who you wouldn't mind seeing in an Oiler jersey if possible. Slurpee Sean says to Foley. Lance also says if jersey falls out, I'd love a Tyler to Foley. Jeremy says the move that I'm looking for is what Holland can do with Campbell. How much draft stock would it take to ship out someone like that with his contract, or will it be a move where we hold on to some of that five mil? That's going to be uh, – that's where Ken Holland earns his money. He's going to have to find a way to, like you say, move on. Maybe maybe you have to retain some of it, and then all of a Gotta sudden – Got to get creative. If not, maybe he becomes a buyout candidate, but that's that's not ideal going forward. Uh, I don't know what this means, Tiger. I think it's regarding our digital producer, guy who is not can ho stop seeing DP. Do you know what that means? Well, DP has to be digital producer. Digital producer. We're just referring to that. Tiger, I think, uses voice to text sometimes, so maybe it got mixed up or just a typo. I don't know. Got to double check that. Uh, Our producer today, Donovan, you, you looked into it. Nathan McKinnon's 12.6 mil this year, so yep. he'll be the highest paid player in this. You also told us that Frank Vetrano is the lowest paid all-star. Yep, skater. Skater, not talking kind of goal titles. Yep. 3.6? 3.65. So, uh, just, uh, just, just below Boone Jenner's 3.75. He's living comfortably. He's living good, but you would like to see him thrown in there just because he might be a little more hungry to win that that prize that'd be a third of his salary almost yeah but uh for the events and stuff the participating guys tonight uh out of those guys Elias Patterson at 7.3 he quote unquote needs the money he's gonna be looking at those guys like as they skate out boys I need this take a dive I need this money (laughs) I'll give you a hundred grand I need this money though sneakily Matt Barzell 9.1 good for him that was a big topic of debate amongst Islanders fans was about how much do you pay Matt Barzell to keep him in a uh, blue and orange Islanders uniform because they've, you know, Tavares walked out the door as a UFA. L- Lamorello loves to play hardball. So is is Matt Barzell worth $9.1 million? Probably. <laughs> He's the best player on the team. But yeah. Keep in mind their best players, most of them, are on defense. 
Adam Pellick, Ryan Pollock, Noah Dobson this year. Good Lord. Guy has uh, blasted onto the scene, having a terrific season. Most years would be in a pretty strong contention for a Norris Trophy, but unfortunately there's two other guys who are top 10 in NHL scoring. Not just defensemen. <laughs> Not just defensemen. Now, Husk says, nice work on the ball chat. We don't get much of that where we live. Duncan with Declan is a sweet ad. Along with the basketball show on Saturdays at 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Well, we also have another show on Saturdays starting up next Saturday. It'll be at 9 o'clock till 10 o'clock. Uh, we'll give you more information on that next week. But uh, more local content coming on Sports 1440 starting next Saturday. Ball, Paul Sir with the basketball show for, at 10 o'clock till noon. And we'll have a 9 to 10 show as well. Dave from Stony, how much would Jake Gensel cap hit be at the deadline? Well, I mean, it'd be prorated to less, but it would still be like they still say he's a six million dollar cap yeah, hit, six AV. So it all factors in the same. If we had to break down the math, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they'd actually be paying him. Well, they'd qu- actually the the cap hit would be retained to at most fifty percent. Unless you get a second Unless you team get a in. third team involved yeah. uh, to make it maybe 1.5. But how much are you paying to make that happen? Like, Jake Gensel, they're not just throwing Jake Gensel away. Like, the Penguins are still Sidney Crosby, Eric Carlson, Gino. Chris, like Gino, Latang. Yeah. Like, I don't think the Penguins are going to be super keen to move Jake Gensel unless it's something that blows them away. Yeah, I would agree. And they're going to want prospects. And do the Oilers and have any? do the Oilers have any? Which uh, maybe leads us to another text that talked about, oh, where was this? Someone that they, well, they wanted to bring in at the deadline. Oh, from the, the Coyotes. Now I can't find it. Sorry. Playbook Vic said, you look for that. He, he, I'll just ran on this one by myself. Two first and Justin Jefferson to the Bears for the first overall. Division rival be damned. Resign Cousins for a year. We'll have Williams sit and learn behind him. Don't care if everyone says he's ready. I'm having him as a backup for a year. Oh, that would be something. Justin Jefferson needs to get a contract, though. Uh, Perplexed Oilers fan. Wow, some trade offers coming in here. I would do the trade below. Sean Dersey, Bukestad, Ingram for $5-7 million for Bo Aki, Borgo, 2025 first, 2024 second, Broberg, Yanmark, Campbell, 6 mil. We'll have to do the math on that one. Uh, I'll take your word on the math, but here's something that I would uh, say. This is the type of trade that you fab up in your NHL 23 video game and think that because of the, like, the quantity over the quality, you're asking the Coyotes to send you a, well, sort of definite top six defenseman with a lot of offensive upside, a very good third-line winger, and their starting goaltender in exchange for Bo Aiki, the most recent uh, draft pick by the Oil, Xavier Borgo, first rounder, second, Broberg, Janmark, and taking Jack Campbell. Why would Arizona do this? So Janmark is free agent after this year? Yep. Campbell, you have to pay for them to take him. Broberg... Could be a nice piece. Boakey, unsure. Borgo, maybe. 2025 first is probably going to be later in the draft, as is the second in 2024. Yeah, you're basically ta- you're basically saying a second and a third round pick, in essence, because the Oilers certainly have aspirations of finishing high in the standings and having a deep playoff run. I don't see it, perplexed Oilers fan. 
I don't see it. I think you're getting. I think you're a little uh, dreamy on this one. Brett from Stony says he likes the Niners and he's so sick of getting burned by Patrick Mahomes. Boone Jenner would be a nice pickup for the Oilers from Spice Guy Bry and Imitation Tom. I think Holland is going to get a depth defender and maybe a Bukestad level guy. That's it. Strap in. Hey, that'd be nice to see. Thanks, guys, for tuning in today. Fine show as usual. Up next is the Lowdown with Low Tide with Donovan Paulson. Sticking around to keep that one on the track. Get those texts in. one 833 For Brandon Douglas, Donnie P, and myself, thank you guys for tuning in today. Make sure you check out the uh, podcast as well. Spotify, Apple, Google, all those sorts of things. Check it out. We'll get to an update right now. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in the Dukes, Bruce Grove and West, Edmonton Mall. WilhawkBeefJerky.com.